Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Including Jimmy, who isn't even looking anywhere near the screen. I thought you were going to do the opening. Where's the opening? I don't know. I just didn't do it. I figured, you know what? If we got to cut five, like two minutes from something, it might as well be the intro when we got to end five minutes early, Jimmy. You're such an unprofessional producer. Yeah, I'm such an unprofessional producer. You know what I got to do, Sean? What? I got to get back in the office and see if Camillo can produce again. I don't think you can. I think that's I don't a rule think now. I can. I don't. Yeah. I think it's a rule now, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, guys, please leave a thumbs up. Donate a super chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. Leave a thumbs up. I want to thank all of you. We hit two thousand subscribers on Fightful Select, Jimmy. So I loved that on the Post Raw podcast, you uh, in a subtle way put over my brilliance, and you told uh, Denise Salcedo that when I wanted to do select, when I wanted to do a premium service, I told you my my numbers, my target numbers, and you said, no chance. No chance we're going to ever do that. And I, I said, we'll so. do it. I, I said, we'll do it. And uh, and we got there. So you don't know what my next target is. I'll tell you off the air. Oh, what but, is uh, it? Oh, I'll tell you off the air, but we will hit it too. We'll hit it too. Is it? So, let, me, let me see. Is it by chance... 20 or 2,153. No. Oh, okay. Where'd you get that number from? I'm pretty sure I, I could be wrong. I think OSW review is the most subscribed wrestling thing on Patreon. I think uh, I don't even know what I, that is. I think uh, they, they do uh, a lot of really great reviews on YouTube and they have a uh, fantastic following, but they're at like, as I look 2152, I figured that would be it. No, no, it, I, with all due respect to them, I don't even know what that is. I, it, it, it would be uh, beyond that. 
Yeah, guys, and, uh, uh, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Get me out of this house that has a sinkhole next to it. Did you call the guy that I sent you? Yeah, I did. I haven't heard back from him. It's Wednesday. <laughs> haven't heard back from him, Jimmy. When did you hit him up again? Friday. Okay. If, yeah. if you don't hear by Friday, tell me. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hooking Sean up with uh, mortgage people and whatnot. And, uh, and uh, yeah, if you don't hear back by Friday, let me know. Taxes are a mess, my friend. Uh, leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. Guys, we have an interview with Jody Threat, who uh, actually complained an awful lot about the things that Jimmy complains about uh, Canada. Oh, did she? But she Where got the she? hell out. She's in the States now. She, oh, yeah? She was like, get me out of here. And yeah. tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, since there is no AEW tonight, we're dropping an interview with Kyle O'Reilly ahead of NXT TakeOver in your house. And we've already got some super chat. Some stupid punk says, why can't Jimmy go to the office? Oh, wait. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you're if you a Fievel Select subscriber, check out the list goes on. Um, I joined it late because I, I had stuff I had to do. And I explained on the list goes on in vivid detail the issues that I currently have with the local government. So Wallace says, 80s kid, grocery store with mom. I'd sit in the floor reading magazines, too poor to buy all. Physical copy of Fightful Mag takes me back, only missing a centerfold. So I had a plan for that. I had a plan for that. And what happened was I wanted to emulate the Shawn Michaels poster when Shawn Michaels was like stark naked with the WWE title belt. Uh, I wanted to do that with Shawn Ross App. Mm-hmm. And Sean was adamant that he wouldn't do it, and that's why I, I'm not the champion. It's got to be Joel Pearl. Sorry, it's a fair point. That's a fair and, point. And, and since Melissa is an actual employee, I'm pretty sure there are laws against you asking Melissa to do that. So. Yeah, I wouldn't ask Melissa to do that. No. Man, no. Antonio says, "Have you all seen the insane Twitter promo Miro cut with the thunder in the background?" I have not. I will go check that out very soon, though. And yeah, well, uh, since, since they mentioned Fightful Magazine. Here it is right here. I was going to put it over last week, and then we had to deal with uh, WWE's bullshit, and, and I didn't want to lighten the mood by talking about this stuff. Here is issue two of Fightful Magazine. Look how beautiful and colorful that is. Yeah. And uh, you can get it at FightfulMag.com yeah, two now. colors. Very colorful. Yeah, very colorful. Yeah, you can get it at FightfulMag.com now. Uh, issue two, issue three is almost done, and by the end of the month, it will be out as well. So Wow. Wow. Yep. Uh, we've got a bunch more super chats. Matt says, good afternoon, SRS and Jimmy. Congrats on the milestone. Is it me or is WWE doing this horror crap? Because they don't have fans to do it in front of. I think they're leaning a lot more into it. Like I was, I was shocked at the number of people who thought that was good or pretended they thought it was good. Uh, hey, more power to you if you like it, but the, there are so many like, you guys are dorks because you don't like it. And I'm just like, bro, what? This is dog shit. And so what I did, Jimmy, I screenshotted WWE's Are You Serious, which was a show that Road Dogg and Josh Matthews did about 10, eight, nine, 10 years ago, where WWE would make fun of things that happened in WCW. One of those things was the Chucky doll, mm-hmm. Jimmy. And now they're doing the same thing. Well, not the same, because Chucky has more name value than Lily. I was just going to say, at least Chucky had somewhat of a, of, of a brand. And that was some still somewhat of a present. Did people, they ever people, put? Did they ever put Hogan and Warrior on that? Uh, I'm what sure were they, they thinking? Did, did sure they, they the, did. the mirror? Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Okay, okay. I mean, you know what? Entertainment is subjective, and wrestling is subjective. And if you like it, that doesn't mean that uh, that you can't because we don't. So it, it's it's totally up to you. My issue with it is nobody gets over. 
No. It's like, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to put the strap on a stuffed doll? You know what I'm saying? Nobody gets over. You're making a former UFC fighter look like a piece of trash that, that doesn't even deserve to be in, in, in a championship picture in any capacity. You're putting over a stuffed doll. An inanimate object is what you're putting over. It's stupid. All right. It was stupid when they did it with Rocco. It's even more dumb now. And, uh, and that's just my opinion. No one's getting over with this. And how does Shayna Baszler come back from this? You know what I mean? I mean, Alexa Bliss, yeah, maybe you take her off TV for six months. You have her come back. Her first day on Raw, she does something. She throws a doll in the trash. She moves on. They can do it. But yeah. uh, it's, it's stupid. I mean, Nobody it's, it's gets WWE. They won't take her off for six months. She'd just do it first week back. Fair. I think that'll happen in August. Yeah, fair, fair. Josh says, what chance that Tommy End goes back to WWE? I'm going to say 60%, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, he was very appreciative of everything. He he was very appreciative of the opportunity, and he put over Vince McMahon, and he even put over Zelina's departure. Now, he didn't put it over, but he didn't crap on the company. He, and all due respect to him, I think he's a good performer. It was weird to hear him say, plans change the cop-out, and then he goes on to talk about, like, six plans that changed. Right. It happens. It It just happens. But I think he's going to head back, and I think that, that Braun Strowman is going to head back as well. Really? Evan writes, what makes you think that? I don't think Braun. Uh, well, Braun's asking price is really high, from what I understand, over like eleven hundred or maybe a thousand or something like that. Uh, but for, I think for, that for what a thousand like for match, yeah, for match. That's yeah. actually not terrible, is it? Well, I know it's five figures. Yeah, I mean five figures or so 10, oh, okay. I feel like I read somewhere that it was five figures. I haven't heard okay. that personally. You said, you said a thousand and a thousand. Okay. Oh, there you go. Like just, just to give you an idea. So I sorry to cut you out, just to give you an idea. So back in the late nineties, early two thousands, and I understand wrestling was more popular then. Jim Duggan was commanding that or less. Damn. Like a thousand for Braun Strowman. I don't think that's that bad. Oh yeah. A thousand. Okay. Yeah. I misspoke. Okay. I misspoke. 10,000. Sorry. Okay. Now that. that is, that is significant. That is yes. significant. Evan Wright says, is WWE just sabotaging careers at this point? No, they're lazy. Lazy. Yeah, and I don't even want to see they, say they. It's Vince McMahon. Some I, I, I think, I'm sorry. I think sometimes saying WWE and saying they, uh, it's, 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 it's almost like you're penalizing other people on the staff. It's yeah. Vince McMahon. Some stupid punk says, oh, yeah, I did see that on Fightful Select. It was among so much amazing exclusive content. It was staggering. Just got my magazine. So much stuff. Well, Let's get into the topics today, Jimmy. And I want to say one thing too. If anybody uh, that got the magazine, if you take a picture of yourself holding it, and if you post it on Twitter, I might do a collage in issue three, and I might include you in it. Uh, so, so I, ironically enough, the first person that uh, that did it for me was Matt Cardona. He's the first guy that took the huh. picture. So, well, well, guys, get your super chats in, and we will tackle your subject. The first one is one that you can u- lend some unique insight to, Jimmy. It says, with the WWE meme stock in- increase, if it sticks around 65, 68, how would that change your rough evaluation of last week's releases and a possible sale? Does that basically make the releases moot financially? Uh, the releases were already moot financially. Because I, I, I and, and again, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but we talked about this last week. Ballpark, they're padding their bottom line by $100 million. Uh, given those releases, ballpark. And I know 100 million sounds like a lot to people, but when you can command 4.5 4. billion plus 
uh, in a sale. And, and as I mentioned last week, I think that's an undervalue. I think that they'd probably be looking five plus on a sale. If you can get that 100 million is not that significant. So to me that the, the releases were already kind of insignificant in terms of the company's valuation. Uh, so yeah, that's the answer to that question. What did you think of that jump? I mean, WWE has, I don't want to say reduced to a meme, st- meme stock, but they were utilized as a meme stock. Ab- yes, absolutely. So I, I don't pay attention to Wall Street bets anymore. Uh, I used to, and, and, you know, when, when Sean told me about what meme stocks were, and then I heard about wall street bets and I checked it out for a while and they're all pumping GameStop and everything. The reason I stopped paying attention to it is because a lot of people lost money. They couldn't afford to lose because they listened or they, they, they paid attention to what was posted on Reddit. Yeah. So there were people that took out loans that they couldn't afford, put all of it into AMC because people on Reddit told them it was going to go to a hundred bucks. Uh, and they believed them and it didn't and and they they lost their shirts and because of that i don't pay attention to wall street bets anymore but uh there is no question the power that you know that people this day and age on the internet have uh and you know what good good for them because they're targeting the shorts and and the shorts have targeted companies for decades yes right and so now these retail investors are targeting the shorts and i say good for them good for them i i heard that uh People that had shorted GME at GameStop and AMC lost somewhere around $4 billion within like the last week, week and a half. Wow. Yeah, good. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> there, there, there's been market manipulation for forever. And, uh, and if, if people don't understand what shorts are, I'm not going to bore you with detail, but basically they bet that the stock is going to go down on any company. They want the stock of any company to drop, and then they want to profit off that drop. That's what short selling is. And Wall Street bets basically is kind of like vigilantes against short selling. The reason they targeted WWE is because I guess one guy discovered that there were a bunch of shorts that were betting on WWE to drop. And so they targeted WWE. We can't let that happen. And uh, I haven't checked it in a little while. 64 right now. Okay. So yesterday afternoon, June 8th, the stock went from 58.15 after somebody on Wall Street bets started pumping it up to 67.56 literally immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then today it started to slow down just a little bit, but it's still up quite a bit from where it was. Good for WWE. Take advantage while you can. Might uh, as well. Yeah. Game Now, GameStop and AMC are still benefiting from this. It's still seeing highs going back down, seeing highs going back down. I think I told Sean last Friday I flipped AMC four times in one day. So uh, it's benefiting. But if you don't know what you're doing, and I'm still learning – if you don't know what you're doing and if you listen to those Reddit people and they tell you that a stock's going to go to 100 and you, 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 you blow the, the, you know, the mortgage out of the water because you think that you're going to get rich, not the way to do it. So matter of fact, I'll tell you a funny story. So Friday, I hit up Sean Rossat and I said, I said, Sean, you might want to get a little bit into AMC because it's going gonna, it's gonna to spike again. And the reason was because they knew that short sellers were coming due on, uh, on making good. So I said to Sean... Don't bet the farm on it because it's volatile. That's what I said. Don't bet the farm on it because it's volatile. But but you might want to get in. Sean got in. He bet. He put don't in don't more. say the amount. Don't no, I won't. No, no, no. I won't. I won't. But Sean, okay. Sean got in and put in more than he should have. And for the rest of the day, for the rest of the day, Friday, I had to deal with. I'm down eight hundred, Jimmy. I'm okay. Down 1, okay. Jimmy. Okay. Okay. I said, don't mention amounts. First I didn't off. say how much you bet. I didn't say how much. I, you okay, bet. well, people can do the math there, Jimmy. It's it's not uh, exactly t- it's not yeah. exactly tough to figure out the trends there. Uh, so don't mention amounts. But l- let's just talk about 
who first told you about the AMC stock? Who was in on AMC when it was like 32 cents? Yeah, so I, you, I didn't, you, didn't, you didn't tell me about the AMC stock. You told me what meme stocks were. So I, 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 yes. had, heard, I had heard about GameStop because it was in the news, but I hadn't dug into why is GameStop on the rise? Like I hadn't looked into it. Sean mentioned to me meme stocks when we were talking, and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Meme I didn't stocks. mention. I outright just told you. I said, do you know what meme stocks are? Yeah, I, I had no idea. And, and uh, so he told me about it. But since then, I've become more knowledgeable on the market i've been doing better but uh but i've learned you know this whole I, diamond hands thing and this whole oh it's gonna go to 100 don't yeah, listen to that shit don't listen to that shit and 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 to the no, moon all that yeah shit nice, let but, no one to get yeah. out so i so i think sean got out at 55 uh yeah, I, and, I did good on it I, I made some money on it yeah but you got it at 55 and i think i had told you like hold it a bit longer it's gonna go up i ended up getting out at 60 yeah. And uh, last I looked, it 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 dumped. I've, I think it dumped like fifty. I've made some good money in the stock market over the last year, just like kind of looking at trends and basically my method. And I don't encourage anybody else to follow this because we were in a unique position last year. I wanted to buy a house. It wasn't possible because I'm an independent contractor. There's a lot more shit I got to go through. So I had a lot of income that was just sitting there that I had saved, and I was like, well, I know that hotels are going to recover. I know that that airliners are going to recover. I know that tourism attractions like, like cruises are going to recover. And I thought the same about movies. If this were a year ago now, I would not have invested in the movie theaters that I, I do now because I came to realize that a lot of people don't even want to do that. They don't want to pour their money into that. At like, and that's not something I could have predicted then. Right. But all those things recovered, and I did pretty well as a result because I would look at what was their height right before the pandemic, not the height of what that stock was in general would be the height right before the pandemic. Cause I think that's a realistic end goal for after the pandemic. And uh, a lot of these stocks dropped by like 70, 80%. And I was like, you know what, if it increases 20, 30%, right. that's pretty good. I think last year I even showed you, I had, a, I think it was like a 35, 40% yield on yeah. some, on that stuff. I was Which doing is really great. Good. Yeah, which is great. I'm going to be curious to see if once everything is back open in the U.S., which pretty much is now, I guess. But I'm going to be curious to see if the studios are going to stop releasing the new movies digitally and go strictly to theaters. And I'm going to guess they're not. I think they're going to keep going with the digital stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason I think it is because they're essentially cutting out the middleman. uh, And in the case of Disney, they're giving you another reason to sign up for Disney Plus kind of thing. So uh... I... Myself and my wife went to the first movie that we'd been to in a year and a half. Uh, we went to watch A Quiet Place too, and before that, oh, yeah. you go there, you go, you eat your meal. Okay, yeah. well there you go. That's probably forty five, fifty bucks right there. Then you go and you get your snacks, and this is with us sneaking the snacks in. You know that's <laughs> going to cost money. You get there, you buy the the movie popcorn, you buy the tickets and all that stuff. You end up spending eighty, ninety, a hundred bucks now. A lot of people will be like, oh, well, the, the movie companies aren't going to pass up, pass up on that. It's not just them. It's the theaters that are the taking theaters. a significant portion of that. Yes. And uh, yeah, like, like you said, these movies are not only getting a cut of probably what's coming in. They're probably getting a rights fee for them to even appear on the platform as well. Yeah, it depends on who owns it. But, but the other thing, too, is that it's not like they're undercutting on the price. Yeah. So like, so Disney will put up a new movie and charge you 30 bucks for a digital file. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, 
And and typically the theater charges that because the, the theater's got overhead involved with showing you that film. Yeah. Disney's I th- I think just it, basically charging us straight up the 30 bucks anyway. I do think it will lead to, I think it will cause them to pump new life into the piracy world though. Cause it'll yes. become so much easier to pirate these things now. Yes. Yes. You yes. Yeah. But uh, Emilio says, SRS, did you see the dark match Seidel versus Martin? I've not seen it yet. I usually watch those Thursday, Friday. I have some time in the afternoon that I can kind of work and watch those, but Dante Martin has been killing it. And Matt Seidel is really good in this spot. Matt J. Hendricks says, seems like WWE is changing their COVID protocol for fans attending TakeOver. Thoughts? Buddy, I was in Florida, and I saw two masks the entire time. Um, it is a different world down there, and we are getting vaccinated. I If if you're not vaccinated, you probably shouldn't even go into shows. So I, I don't have a problem with it. I wish they would require proof of vaccination before these. But uh, also, that's a very small venue. I don't think a lot of people realize how small the performance center is, Jimmy. WWE does so good at making full sale or the performance center look way bigger than it is. You would all be shocked if you walked into either one of those and you saw how tiny they were. So what is the plan for takeover then in terms of crowds? Uh, They have invited some people and a negative test is no longer required. I'll pull up exactly uh, what I was sent. It said, uh, if you've been in close contact with anybody diagnosed, don't come. If you've experienced any of the following symptoms, don't come. If you've tested positive in the last 14 days, don't come. But uh, you got to fill out a form and you have to do one for each member of your group that is invited. They're still on like an invite basis. So, I mean, like Izzy's going to be there, Izzy and her family, and mm-hmm. some of the regulars will be there. Okay. Cause I was going to say a lot of people bullshit that anyway. Even if they were around yeah. somebody that tested positive, they're going to say they weren't so they can go. Yeah. So. Matt- Matt J. Hendricks has an NXT question. Get in those super chats, guys. He says, is Kaylee Ray heading to the NXT US or main roster if she loses to Mako Satomura tomorrow? Yes, I would think so. She is a big-time star. She is going to be really, really good. And I put on Twitter out there, there was a working plan for Piper Niven as well, which, Jimmy, I think I told you that like three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. Yep. Um, is that still the plan? I don't know if it's still the plan because back when I heard that the plan wasn't for Eva to wrestle and the Eva seems pretty particular that she's going to wrestle. So hmm. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they showed her in the ring in the promo. So yeah, I guess uh, we'll Anakin, see. Anakin says studios need those billion dollar grosses to make a hundred dollar or hundred million plus movies. They would otherwise reduce budgets drastically. Well, buddy, they need to reduce budgets drastically. I see a lot of those budgets and I'm like, where is all that money going? Talent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot talent. of it, but I mean, he, like there, there's the like three hundred million dollar movies, and oh yeah, they, these people aren't making thirty, forty million each. No, nope. I do mean, it. The, uh, that, that's why wh- whoever hires The Rock is like, come on, China, yeah, come on, of course. <laughs> and uh, we have some more super chats that kind of lead us into our next spot. Gutierrez twenty five says, "I joined Fightful Select last week. It's amazing who you got on Jake Paul versus Woodley." I personally think Woodley doesn't have a good chin anymore, so I got Jake winning by KO. I think Jake Paul wins this match. I think he wins this fight. A lot of people, there there are things to take into consideration. Woodley had knockout power. Don't know if he does now. Jake Paul has been training as a boxer. He has been specializing in boxing. Tyron Woodley will be fighting 25 pounds above his fighting weight. He could have been fine at 185. This is 10 pounds above that. Is I it 195? Th- yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what Jake Paul's usually at. Yeah, so uh, I would say one ninety five ish. That's what that's like. What the the Askren fight was at. That's oh, why it looks like, like one eighty. I thought it was like one eighty nine or something. No, I think I it was one ninety six. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Paul will. I I don't see Paul knocking Tyron Woodley out. Sure. Um, but what is it? Is it eight rounds? Do you know? I don't know. I have to look at that. I, I never bother looking at that stuff until a couple of weeks before because, like, even the Mayweather Logan Paul stuff changed in the week prior. Like they they changed the glove size. What did you think of Mayweather Paul Logan Paul? It was Floyd Mayweather outboxing a guy that outweighed him by thirty pounds, and a lot of people were like rigged, rigged. I was like. The guy's 20 years younger and 30 pounds heavier than him. It might not be as easy for 40-something-year-old Mayweather to just knock him out. Floyd I, didn't want to knock him out. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It, it, to, to me, it was... I, like, I, I really think these freak show fights are going to fizzle out. I don't. Uh, I, I do. I, I think I'm, for a couple of reasons. I think buddy, first, I'm watching Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter on Friday. No, I know, but they're, 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 <laughs> all, they're all happening right now around this time period because right now there's still limited options in terms of sure. live entertainment, but that's going to change. And so I think they're going to fizzle out for two reasons. One is that people are going to have other options. The second is I think you can only disappoint the paying public so often. And but the main... This- the main Yes, I, I know, but boxing is like born on that. How many crappy decisions and draws have we seen? And without doubt, Jimmy, whenever there's a major boxing fight, somebody always says it's rigged. The casuals always are rigged, rigged. This is so much different than like China versus Joey Buttafuoco or whatever it was, <laughs> or Screech or something no like question. that. It's definitely different than that, but I, I, like, I watched the fight. And number one, the live crowd booed at the end because Logan Paul yeah. was not good. I, I I couldn't believe that people were saying, "Oh, Logan Paul uh, was better than I thought." I thought Logan Paul was crap. Yeah. He and and I get it. Like Mayweather is you know a, a, one of the greatest defensive fighters of all time. I get it. Logan Paul did nothing but drape himself all over Mayweather for eight rounds. It's all he did. And uh, and I watched it thinking, "You're not good." Like 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 his brother is I think significantly better than he is yes, as a he fighter. Is. And Mayweather, it was you could see it was a joke to Mayweather. He he didn't break a sweat hardly. There wasn't a mark on him. It was an easy payday. Mayweather didn't even try to 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 drop Logan Paul. I, I believe he averaged thirteen punches around in that fight. And if you look back to the Manny Pacquiao fight when uh, when Mayweather was in his prime, he averaged thirty six punches around against uh, Pacquiao. Yeah. So three times the output against Pacquiao. Mayweather didn't try. It was a sparring session. So- as as I'm, I, I, these are different than the the celebrity boxing that we know of. I mean, I almost watched Lenny Dykstra against the Boss Bagel guy. Like <laughs> I almost watched that, Jimmy. I would have forgot about that guy, exactly. the Boss Bagel guy. Exactly, everybody else did too. But I mean, like Danny Bonaducci and like Todd Bridges, those were the celebrity boxing people of the past. These are big celebrities, like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. They're huge celebrities. Floyd Mayweather's still relevant. Askren and Woodley are not that far removed from being relevant. Fun fact. Do you know who China replaced in the fight with Joey Buttafuoco? Nope. John Wayne Bobbitt. Okay. Yeah. He got his wiener cut off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I got to say, Tanya Harding versus Paula Jones. They ran that one back. I'd watch it today. Yeah, I, I love you know what? Fights. I I think I'm I'm just not the target demo. To me, Logan Paul and Jake Paul are nobodies. To me, 
Like, well, I don't care. I don't care too. anything about them. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've never watched a second of anything they've no, done, but no. they're still huge celebrities and people, people want to watch them. Uh, I think people want to see them get knocked out. I yes. Think. Although I mean, Jake, Jake Paul more than Logan. Logan, but it doesn't matter as long as you're getting paid. You're right. Absolutely. Yep. You're right. Uh, Evan, Eric Rivera says WD is the points and they're still around. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, some stupid punk says horror movies are great for budget. Spend three mil and make 40. Speaking of, I think Vince saw Annabelle. That's why Shane is now possessed by a doll. I've actually, uh, I, I've actually got a script in mind for a horror movie just because they are so low budget. Something I'm going to work on in the future. But yeah, horror movies yield so much money. I just don't think WWE's horror movies are going to yield. I mean, See No Evil did, but this isn't <laughs> See No Evil. This is Monday Night Raw. What is your movie idea? Like, does your sinkhole swallow your house? Like, what's the... Yes, uh... it is my living nightmare every <laughs> single day. Vincent Millage says, Elias should be the face, not Riker. Have Elias come out on Raw and do a walk with Elias segment. I think people would love it. Yeah, I think it's tone deaf to do Riker as the baby face here, Jimmy. It's shocking. Well, okay, no, it's not shocking because it's, it's Vince yeah. McMahon. It's not shocking. Vince McMahon is completely unaware of Riker's everything in terms of his social media, his comments. Vince McMahon is completely unaware. He sees a guy who was a veteran, uh, and he's kind of rolling with that. And and so as soon as I saw Riker on Raw, he cut his hair, he trimmed his beard, he's got like American flag on his on his trunks. He looks like Matt Cardona that's seen some shit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But when I saw that he actually went through those physical changes, I thought, oh boy, they're actually going to get behind this guy. And uh, live crowds, it's kind of funny because when live crowds return, and it's not going to be long now, when live crowds return, the doll stuff, they cannot do it in the arena because it's going to get shit on. They cannot do Jackson Riker as a baby face. I don't think it's going to work out. So as soon as they're back live, uh, things things like this and zombies and this nonsense is going to change. But yeah. for, for the time being, we still got to deal with it. That's I mentioned it Cardona earlier. Um, we got a, a super chat from Evan that says, need Jimmy's thoughts on the Cardon- Cardona angle video. Jimmy, I loved that. I thought that was one of the most self-aware angles that I've seen in a long time. Matt Cardona knows that he is everything that the GCW audience hates. And he went to Nick Gage and he's like, let's make some money. I thought it was brilliant. So um, this is just my opinion. Uh, I think that Matt thought when he left (laughs) WWE that he would have more options than he ended up having. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think that he thought that a WWE pro for whatever it was a decade, I thought that he thought he was going to have more opportunities uh, now he is a hustler. I mean, he's got, you know, his podcast and he's got his own merch lines and like, and he's when, a hustler. Like, I mean, when they talk about action figures on their show, it changes the market. Like the price of the figure goes up. It's like so, Elon I mean, Musk on Twitter when he mentions dog, yeah, you know, indeed. but, but I, I, I do think that he thought that he would, he would have more opportunities. I think it was probably a bit of a shock to the system that maybe he hasn't. And I think that he was aware enough kind of like Drew McIntyre when he left WWE and then he knew I got to put the work in and I got to change and whatever. I think Matt's kind of realized I'm seeing a certain way as a, as a performer. Uh, and what can I do to get out of that stigma? And when I saw that clip, the first thing I said to Sean was, is he actually going to do like a death match with Nick Gage? Uh, because Nick Gage, that guy's a little left to center. You know what I'm saying? And I, I wouldn't trust myself in the ring with that guy or I wouldn't trust him. I, I would, but would you? I, I mean, I wouldn't. Do, I wouldn't sign for the match. I ain't wrestling Nick Gage. <laughs> uh, uh, but I think we could see sort of like a Tommy Dreamer ECW moment, 
where like Cardona's up against the ropes and he keeps getting hit with light tubes. He keeps telling Gage to bring it. I think there's some real special storytelling that can happen here, and I'm very excited. And that's a good comparison. Maybe Cardona should go in there with some glittery uh, suspenders. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it had a real Lawler ECW feel when he shows up and he takes off that mask and it's not Moxley. I loved it. Yeah, it's I'm I'm gonna be curious to see if Cardona, you know, is in there getting all bloody, Gage doing the pizza cutter across the mouth, all that he crap. Doing that. You don't think so? Because no, you, you saw I, the, I don't think we're doing the pizza cutter thing. But you saw you saw the Nick Gage uh Yes, of course uh, I did, side, right? So yes. he told Arquette that's Arquette's your only like, exposure to him, though. Like, is that no? It is. It is. It is. But you know, Arquette specifically said, "Don't cut me." Yeah, and he did. And maybe it's because it's Arquette, and he's like an outsider and stuff. And maybe he looks at Cardona differently. But if I'm Cardona, don't trust that guy. I would. I would think that Nick Gage has more respect for somebody who's been wrestling and traveling for 15 years. Yeah, it's, it's possible. Bezo Banks says they're Marvel. Remember, love you guys. <laughs> And Ricardo says Monday night monkey's paw equals lazy aff. And Brian Heath sends a great super chat. He says, uh, I started a new job Monday. So unfortunately, I won't be able to watch live reviews. We'll be able to watch the distraction and listen to you. Boy, you guys are awesome. I enjoy everything you put out. Well, we enjoy you. And hey, thanks for helping out as, as a mod now sometimes oh, nice. as well. We appreciate it. And then our friend Wrestling Randles, who appeared on one of our prediction streams a while back, said, I like that the Million Dollar Championship is back. This is my favorite belt of all time, Jimmy. I don't think NXT needed more titles, yep. but it's one of those things where I'm like, man, it's my favorite title belt of all time. I think it'll really enhance Cameron Grimes' character. What do you think of the Million Dollar Championship being back? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm indifferent, I guess. Like, I, I do think they have a lot of titles. Uh, maybe they can just quietly do it with the Women's Tag Team Championships and just not oh. say anything. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. They're going to do a ladder match, right? So that's going to be kind of interesting. You know, you know what's funny about that too is that belt. There used to be a lot of issues with it when DiBiase would have to have it on the road. Oh, because buddy. of the right. Like the my wife bought me a replica for our engagement as like an engagement gift because she knew it was my favorite belt. Even yeah. the replicas are janky. Yeah, imagine if that thing is hanging up there on the hook, and they start. You know, when they start pawing at it because they're doing the hope spots oh. and stuff, and then psh, imagine if that happened connectors would always fall off of it the jewels would fall off of it so man, but it's such a beautiful belt such a beautiful belt i love it uh wrestling rambles hopefully hopefully i get to see you in st louis if i'm there for aew maybe we can film some content but uh check out her channel guys she's great if you if you want to make raw better watch her watch alongs they're they're really good jose flores says jimmy thoughts jimmy's thoughts on andrade does he look like a big star I always thought he did look like a big star. I, I think that the English is a problem for him in, in North America. I think from what I understand, he's worked hard at it. Uh, unfortunately, he's another one of these guys that showcases more personality on social media than on television because WWE never gave him the opportunity really to do that. Uh, I don't know that, you know, obviously he's got the in-ring ability. He's got the size. He's got the look. He's got the pedigree. He's got all of that. The only thing again is AEW's got so much damn talent. Like there's they, yeah. they've got such a bloated roster of guys, and it just feels like it's not slowing down. Like every and and I I hate to say this, but I again like Tony Khan really does come off like a money mark. He does. Where you know I he's got I mean not, I think money mark applies when you're not making money. Um no, 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 but doesn't it so. just I it mean, just means if, it if means you're you could, if you're making money, then how are you a money mark? Because you're spending when you might not need to spend because you want the guy there. 
you know, like their rosters. I don't like that term. Well, I mean, I don't care. It, it is a term, but they're the, the problem is so they're going to have two hours of dynamite. They're going to have an hour of rampage that they need to move from Friday night. Something tells me they're going to they're going to do what they can to move move that from Friday night. Yeah, I hope. Uh, but they've got that, and then they're they're still doing dark, correct? After rampage starts, right? I mean, they're yeah, they're they're filming. It won't be two hours though. It'll be shorter. Okay, okay. So their roster is so deep now, so heavy that are they going to be able to get everybody? proper time every week now granted when they go back on the road that's going to help yeah but uh the roster is so heavy man it, it didn't surprise me to see andrade it didn't surprise me to see mark henry even though he's not going to be a full-time in-ring guy didn't surprise me because again tony khan is kind of showing me that you know somebody's available and he wants them basically so what about uh, that comparison do you need goldberg would that make uh, Vince a money mark that that's different that's different. how is that different well if you'll stop screaming i'll explain it I the just asked the question. The difference is Vince McMahon doesn't look at Goldberg as a fan. Tony Khan looks, I think, at a lot of these guys as a fan. Vince McMahon looks at Goldberg and says, I need him to draw a house because he's a star. Because now Vince McMahon would never say this, but he hasn't created any stars. So he needs a guy in his mind like Goldberg to help draw a house. That's why he has him there. Tony Khan did not hire Andrade to draw a house. That's not How the do you reason. know that? How do you know that they're they're not looking to fill up a house and develop him into a star? And we don't know how much that he's making there. I can't sit there and call somebody a money mark if I one I don't know how much they're paying somebody. I don't know if it's an outrageous amount or a generous amount. And we don't know the direction they're going to go with Andrade. They are way better at developing stars. Oh than no WWE. question. I'm not so, saying I mean, he's not for sure. And they're way better at creating fan interest than wwe like from from a live aspect like what's to say that he won't develop andrade into somebody that can draw fans especially I never said he won't i never said he won't i'm just saying and and i'm not i'm not calling him a money mark trying to like be derogatory all i'm saying is he's developed the reputation somebody with name value comes available he signs them and they've done it a lot not and, always and- brock lesnar's been available that's it's so not apples to apples. How can you possibly compare not signing Brock Lesnar to not signing Andrade? Okay, Matt Cardona, became, Matt, Matt Cardona became available, has one of the, the greatest social media presences out there. They did not sign him. I don't know the, the, the negotiations. I don't know what Matt wanted. Like I said, I don't think he had as many opportunities as he thought maybe he would. I don't know if he priced himself out of the market. I, I reported today they passed on AOP. They, they were not that they, and they had an upside, a lot of upside. I mean, none of these things are apples to apples comparisons, well, but it's so like, what would be a comparison to Andrade? Cause I mean, so, so I'd have to go back and look at the list, but like, you know, Christian became available. They took Christian big show became available. They took big show. Now granted, he's not going to be in the ring, but they took big show. There's been a lot of guys and they weren't necessarily WWE cast offs cause they didn't necessarily get released and then get signed. But there's been a lot of guys that came available that had, you know, WWE pedigree and they picked them up. There's been tons Zelina, of Zelina. She she isn't there. She had but, name value. They anchored the show to her for like sure, three months. Was that her was, was that Tony Khan's decision saying I passed? I, I mean, I get the feeling that if that would have happened, we we kind of would have came out like but I mean there's some people, yeah, like okay, EC three didn't lot. get picked up. They they didn't re-sign Gallows and Anderson. They're working with them, but they didn't re-sign them. Um, they didn't like. There's there's. I just don't get why that was the one. Like Andrade, one of the best wrestlers in the world, 
Like, I just don't understand. No, that. but again, I'm not, I'm not discrediting Andrade. This has nothing to do with Andrade. I'm not saying he's not a great talent. What I'm saying is they have a bloated roster. They have a shit ton of guys and they keep adding these names when they come available. Not saying he's not a good pickup. I'm not saying that he's not a good talent. I'm saying they have a bloated roster. They have massive overhead. How are you going to get everybody television time? That's my point. How well, are you going to do it? Looking, it's a lot of guys. If you're looking to go deep and get some more time, check out our friends at Blue Chew. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Get that first shipment free. That confidence can take you far in life. It's summer. It's camping season. And we're going to teach you how to pitch a tent with bluechew.com code fightful the process is so simple you sign up at bluechew.com you consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved you get your prescription within days it's all done online no doctor's office no awkward conversation no waiting in line at the pharmacy it's made in the usa prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package so your mailman will not know that your package has arrived but somebody else will when you use bluechew.com code fightful Lasting impressions are important. So maybe you're about to get that little, you know, for the first time with that person. You want to make that good impression. And bluechew.com code fightful gets you there and you just pay $5 shipping. You don't have to even pay for the item itself. You get your first shipment free. Bluechew.com code fightful. It's all about that confidence. And listen, if you don't want to be a money mark, get your bluechew.com code fightful free. We have some super chats. 69 names Deegan says out of touch, lazy. It's almost like Vince is 84 years old. How come uh, you're not putting the super chats on the screen? Well, some of them I have to save to a topical point and they have gone away. So I can't apply them, Jimmy. You Uh, could ask me this, you know, off camera. As opposed to bringing the show to a screeching halt. I like, I like our viewers to be part of the experience. Well, you know what I like? A show that runs smooth. That's what I like. You didn't have an opener. Because I had to take five minutes off this show, Jimmy, which has then been replaced by you bitching about me not having an intro. For I'm on Quizzlemania today. That? We're For ending at minutes? 3.55. So I had to chip like five minutes off the show. So what do I do? Uh, you know... I cut the intro. I think the world's going to be okay. Isn't it 69 like names Deegan says, get Vince out of here. Uh, I think we all know that Vince not being in creative would be probably the best. Maybe a consulting spot would be good. Handle some other aspect of things. I just, it's just so. I think they need to put him in the basement with a red stapler. Oh gosh. That's what they need to do. And, 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 you know, they, maybe they give him, maybe they make him think that he's a value, you know, like you, you let him write something, but then you never actually look at it. <laughs> it's like when you, when you give your brother the video game controller and it's not plugged in. Not plugged in. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Jose yeah. says you're moving the goalposts. Yes. Jimmy was moving the goalposts. Uh, no, the province of Ontario is moving the goalposts and they continue to do it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure now that the daily case count is going to have to be a negative number before they let us go back to the office. They got to cure it. They got to cure COVID. They got to cure it. Yeah. And then they'll be like, how did, how did you get the test subjects to, to cure this? And then they'll, they'll lock you down for another six months. Dante says, listen, you boy with the jopper entrance today. Yeah, it's I true. It. Throwback says, thank you guys for being amazing. The heart bio is awesome. I'm about halfway through it right now. 
some stupid punk giving us that blue chew plug. We got about uh, 14, 15 minutes left in the show, guys. If you want to get your super chats in, go ahead and do that. Yeah, I guess we better get to SummerSlam, eh? Matt, oh, yeah, Matt says, thoughts on some backstage wanting Alistair Black back. He was well-liked there. Everybody that I talked to seemed to like him an awful lot. Uh, talked uh, talked up his work ethic an awful lot. I think he'll probably end up back there, but we we spoke about that. And uh, Evan Wright said, I fantasy booked Andrade's first AEW match, and I've come to the conclusion his first opponent should be Danny Limelight. Thoughts on that? I get all the time in the world for Danny Limelight. I was at the AEW Fan Fest, and he called me over, and he introduced me to a couple wrestlers. He's like, this is a guy you want to know. He's a good dude. I appreciated that. A lot of wrestlers don't have to do that. Uh, it, was, it was very, very nice of him. And boy, is he a good performer. And I think that is the perfect first opponent for Andrade. So it when is, Go ahead. Sorry. When, when Sean and I were in Vegas for uh, whatever that was, the double or nothing or all yeah. in, when we were there, and when a certain talent who I, I won't name if you don't want me to flipped us off, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. went over to them and really put over Fightful. Yeah. And he did it like without us being in earshot. He didn't do it because he wanted us to hear him. He just did it because he he respected Fightful. So, And then uh, when I was in Vegas, I had planned an interview with him. And he's like, oh, not just me. We're getting Griffin on this too. I had left the fan fest. He's like, nope, come back. We're going to do it right in the parking lot. So we did the interview. Unfortunately, my mic pack wasn't working great, but I did get my mic audio from okay. uh, from – mine so that'll be up soon matt j hendrick says no indie is going to pay five figures for braun Strowman. Yeah, good no. luck with that pal probably not an indie there might be like a signing that does it because i've heard of some people that got released last year who had far less name value commanding five thousand for uh signings and yep, stuff for and memorabilia and stuff yep yeah you could definitely yeah. get that yep uh okay get, let's talk hold, hold on hold on let me get through these goddamn super okay, chats okay, jimmy okay. i'm the producer DJ Cass says, any thoughts on last night's NXT and takeover in your house? I love the in your house format, Jimmy. It is the right kind of nostalgia for me. It's I kind of like wish Doc Hendricks would cut his damn hair. That was weird, wasn't it? That it didn't. It's, it, it doesn't look like Doc like, Hendricks. Pin, pin it up in the hat or something, man. Yeah. Like, Did you hear the story about when they first brought back, back uh, in your house? They wanted him to get full shave haircut, and he wouldn't do Gargano it. Gargano told me. Gar- Johnny oh, Johnny told me about it, and he said that Doc or that Doc that Hayes didn't even know about about that about the 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 portrait that they did there. Go ahead. Any any other thoughts on NXT this week? No, not really. I want to get to SummerSlam because we only got ten minutes. Well, you know, we're, we're getting there. And 69 Named Zegan says, what's up, you guys? How much did you love Regal and Hunter's acting on NXT yesterday? I haven't taken in all of NXT yet. I watched the Million Dollar Belt stuff. I'm going to watch it tonight. And she says, I want someone to look at me like Triple H looks at Poppy. It's like she's the it's like her and Nita Strauss are the only musical acts there. Yeah, I saw I saw Hunter's stuff on camera. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. I... And- uh, I, I, I still feel like NXT needs to change. We have a couple of AEW ones. Some stupid punks is annoyed they haven't signed Kylan King. I think they have her on like a tiered deal. I think she'll be signed very soon. Joel Wood says, I like what AEW is doing, but I don't know about making new stars. MJF, Hangman, and Darby are the only real stars they've created to, but to each his own. Uh, three, those, just mentioning those three sounds like a really good move, but you need to listen to the crowd, my friend. Uh, Eddie Kingston that reaction, I mean, they've that that he would not have gotten that reaction in WWE. AEW helped cultivate that. 
Yeah, I mean, there's also Jungle Boys, another one, but I, I also question if you could even put Omega in that list because he had Baker. Britt Baker too, yep. But uh, Omega hadn't worked, you know, weekly U.S. television really ever. Yeah. Uh, so even though he came in with, with you know, uh, fanfare, you can almost include him as being like a homegrown guy, sort of. Yes. Same thing with the Bucks, sort of. Uh, so, no, I, I think that AEW definitely has much, many more guys in WWE that they've been able to protect and, uh, and turn into stars for sure. JoJo asks us about uh, Hit Row and Isaiah Swerve's gimmick. I love it. I think it's a great use of AJ Francis and Brianna Brandy. Yep. Um, Ashanti the Adonis has long been underrated. I think it's a great gimmick. They're doing it really, really good. And that carries us to the segment that Jimmy wants to talk about. WrestleMania SummerSlam. Poe says, how likely do you see a Becky Lynch and John Cena return at SummerSlam? I think it's very likely, pal. Yep. So let's say what we know first. So we know now it's going to be on Saturday, August 21st at uh, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. Uh, you know why they're not doing it on Sunday. I don't know if you're allowed to say, but Sean knows why they're supposedly not doing it on Sunday. They're going to do it the same day as the Manny Pacquiao fight. Manny Pacquiao fight is going to be at the MGM Grand uh, that night. To me, that's problematic, although I do question if that's one of the reasons that they chose Vegas because they think there's going to be tourists that are in town for the Pacquiao fight. And maybe they think, okay, we're going to, we're going to book the show in such a way that if you want to see both, you can come see our show first and you'll be out of there before the main event. Because oftentimes in Vegas, you don't go to the, to the fights until the main event. I don't know if that's the main, if that's the mentality. Uh, Vegas is obviously a good tourist spot and, and there's lots of stuff for people to do. And so there's a great likelihood that they're going to come in for SummerSlam because it's Vegas. Yes. At the same time, we going, I think- we going Jimmy. Uh, we'll talk about that later because uh, I might have a conflict. We'll talk about that okay. later. But, I uh, might too. Yeah. But uh, I do think that WWE right now, they are seeing uh, a popularity low. Uh, there's no question about it. We, we're seeing so many people saying that they stopped watching it for 20-some years. They're doing 1.65 million viewers for Raw now. Uh, I think that unless there's something big in terms of the card, they're going to have trouble filling it up, even though it's going to be in Vegas, and even though there's other stuff to do, and even though I think they're going to try to piggyback off the Pacquiao fight. So that leads me to speculation. So the first one is John Cena, uh, and I'll throw it to you because you probably know more, but there's speculation that Cena is scheduled for the July 16 SmackDown, which is the first live SmackDown in front of fans. There's speculation that he is scheduled for that show, and according to WrestleVotes, WWE is doing what they can to book Roman Reigns against John Cena for SummerSlam. Uh, what do you know about that before I, because there's another thing that we've heard about, but tell me what you know about Cena first. So I reached out to WrestleVotes and I talked to a couple people uh, closer to the situation as well. I mean, they're, they're generally right on the money with that type of stuff. And uh, John Alba had mentioned that as well. They need to bring back John Cena. They need to do it to get those casual fans that have just left for a while to be like, oh, that Roman Reigns is really awesome now, but they better be firing on all cylinders. I'm I'm so sick of this. Oh, wait till the crowds come back. When when the crowds come back, it's going to be wait till the draft. Right. It's it's there's always something like that. I I had heard that they want John Cena, but they always want John Cena. It's like they wanted Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. It just didn't end up happening. It's a, it's a matter of making the deal and making it possible. John Cena, at this point, Jimmy, has not wrestled an actual match in two and a half years. Yep. Like he had the Firefly Funhouse, but he hasn't wrestled a match 
in two and a half years. Yep, and he's not getting any younger either. Nope. Uh, the other speculation has to do with Brock Lesnar. There, there's speculation that uh, they're trying to put together a deal for Brock versus Bobby Lashley. And even though it doesn't necessarily mean anything, on WWE.com, they have moved Brock Lesnar's profile out of, the, out of the alumni section, and they've moved it back to the Raw section. And so that's led to speculation that Brock's coming back. Brock's coming back. Have you heard anything about Brock uh, Lashley potentially at SummerSlam? No, I haven't, but they should do it. Uh, 69 Names Deegan says, please don't tell me it's called WrestleMania SummerSlam. You never know. I mean, it wouldn't shock me at all. Like, I know that you're saying had Shayna beat her a year ago, there'd be a great storyline. Shayna probably should have won that match and held the title until now, and then Becky comes back and beats her, and then you wouldn't have to do all this stuff. But when I asked about Brock and WWE for WrestleMania, I was told, I don't even think any conversations have happened. So that would be a big shift when like hardly any talks have happened. Cause when I asked last year, when they removed, uh, I don't want to say removed the profile from WWE, they moved it from raw or whatever. They took him off the shop briefly. Yeah. I was told, Oh, this is a conversation that happens every year. It's just taking a little bit longer this year. Oh, man. Some stupid punk says Ollie told Luke you yell at him for excusing WWE. Yes, I do. I I don't like when people say, you really expect WWE to? Yes, I do. I expect them to care. I always expect them to care. Um, Bear says, do you see Lashley and Brock at SummerSlam? If not, who fights Brock? It's more of who fights Lashley. And if it's not Brock, I think it'll be Drew again. Yeah, I mean, if 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 let's say that they do have Brock, and and let's say because you know Brock lives in Canada, and and things are kind of quietly slowly opening up, uh, so he he'd be available if he wants to do it. If you've got Brock on the show, who else could there be? It's got to be Bobby Lashley. It couldn't be yeah. anybody else. It's got to be you, Bobby Lashley. You gotta put your big monster matches forward right now. You got to do it. And Matt J. Hendricks says Demon versus Fiend special attraction match. Wish they would. I mean, the build up would be absolute duty. It'd be terrible. I don't trust them to do anything with the Fiend or Alexa Bliss anymore. And before you guys hit my Twitter and say, <laughs> you would really hate The Undertaker. Yeah, I probably would hate The Undertaker today. You know what I didn't hate? I didn't hate when Bray Wyatt was backwoods horror movie guy cultish type of guy i agree where it's like you get lost in the woods and he's gonna fucking kill you that's <laughs> I agree. what i loved because the that white was family rooted. was great the white family was great it was rooted in possibility and now he's the only one there and he's not even on tv yep they they uh, have absolutely given his character to alexa bliss fully they've fully yeah. given it to alexa bliss let's get through these super chats joel wood says finn balor's due for a call up why not put him in a key SummerSlam match joel i agree with you uh, I think that that run in NXT was longer than Balor even anticipated, but yeah. I would say he was probably all right with it. He's working the same schedule regardless. So what's it matter? Uh, Bob Green says sending more uh, or sending a super chat because listen, you boys, the best free content on YouTube. Keep it up. Well, hey, Very guys, kind. If, thank you. If, if you guys want some more free content, Alex accidentally made sour graps public last night. Oh, so did I just, he? Yeah, I just decided, you know what? This is probably a good one to give away for free to promote FightfulSelect.com. So when are we going to get the duet? Because like we hit that number now. When am I getting the duet? I don't know. Let's talk money. But anyway, um, if you all subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, I had a major story today, a major update about AOP and companies reaching out to them. And one promotion was told they've retired. 
So that's pretty wild. Matt J. Hendricks says, watch it be Brock versus Drew for the title this time in front of fans. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. But Phil Felice has one that you're going to like. Brock versus Rob Ford. Uh, Rob Ford passed away. Doug Ford, Doug Doug Ford, Ford. his brother, is the premier. He's the one that died. Rob Ford was the mayor, and he's the one that passed. Yeah, so Doug Ford is the premier. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, I don't get me started. Don't get me well, started. guys, please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I have been spending uh, the last few days uh, basically asking a lot of people, hey, where's this person at? Where's that person at? If you've got questions on where a wrestler has been, uh, I've probably got it right about now. Not mm-hmm. Keith Lee. That's personal stuff. But FightfulSelect.com is going to have a lot of that this week. So subscribe. Leave a thumbs up. I'm heading over to Quizzlemania. Jimmy, anything else? Anything else? No, you know what? Rey Mysterio, Roman Hell in a Cell. If Rey has his working boots on, that's going to be fun. Oh, it'll be great. I look forward to seeing that, yeah. Until next time, guys, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.